Do you have the tools to face the future? Welcome to African Retooled, a podcast where Chris and Martin, two African recruiters, will explore the changing world of work. Where students come to learn and gain insights into the world of work, discover how they can continue to tool themselves with skills of the future. Where managers will explore with us how to confidently navigate the complexities of future work in order to be key disruption agents and remain competitive. Where CEOs, business owners come to understand the evolution of work, allowing them to leverage on emerging roles and remain competitive and achieve their objectives. So welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of African Retooled. I am joined by my co-host, Martin. Hello, Chris, and, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, did we leave COVID behind? <laughs> <laughs> I really hope so. Uh, you know, people tend to feel like once 31st of December hits, yeah. eh, all your problems are left in the past, in the past so year. So we think COVID left the group. COVID could, could see. COVID is intelligent. <laughs> I think it was like, okay, I'm done, guys. Nah, I'm out. Nah, it's so much. It's still with us. Yes. It's still with us, and I think we still need to, to, to be careful. Yeah. We still need to social distance, all the stuff that we've been told to do. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, let's just hope 2020 is better, man. It is. And really what we want to, to start this year off is with a message of hope. Yes. And to, to bring hope to all of our listeners and to everyone else. And I think our... Our guest today mm. is one person who really brings home that message of hope. Now, um, I, I, I think I think we couldn't have asked for a better guest to start the year with. So Martin, our guest today, like you said, is is just that. Is the, the person who will will give us hope at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. I think what, what I like about her is that she has not been limited yes. by her her, her, her her roles in the past. Mm-hmm. At each point, she keeps reinventing herself. I mean, at some point, we all knew her as a radio presenter. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and when she did leave the stage, uh, or, 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 or when she left... Uh, what do you, what do you, what the do you, limelight. When she left the limelight, yes. people must have wondered, what, what is she thinking? But she actually went on to do even bigger stuff. Mm-hmm. So today, she's actually not just... She, she moved away from just being the presenter, but she's running. She's, she's part of management running the largest media house in, in East and Central Africa. Mm-hmm. So I think... I mean, I, I really admire her journey. Yes. And I can't wait to hear what what has been her secret and how she continued to just pivot. Exactly. What are those, uh, as you've said, pivotal moments yeah. in her career when yeah. made her yeah. shift? Yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, think, I'm I, I so think, excited. Yeah, obviously. And, and more, more than just the being um, a media personality who that's what many know her for, there's so much more to, to, to our guest today. She's, she's, she's on boards of large organizations in the region. She's done stuff in the humanitarian space. She's done stuff with, the, uh, with um, non-governmental organizations. Mm-hmm. She has her own um, platform on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So Martin, do you want to do the honors? Drumroll, please. <laughs> our guest is none other than the lovely Caroline Mutoko. Yes, yes, yes. So, Karibu Sana. And uh, we're truly, truly happy to have you. Um, we've been planning for this for at least, what, three weeks, a month? A month. Yeah. Let's be honest, it's been a month. Yeah, it's been a month, and, but all good things come to those that wait. Yes. And so we're here. Thank you. Um, so, Caroline, within African Retooled, mm-hmm. one of the key things we're trying to do, African Retooled in itself is a movement where we're trying to say, Listen, guys, stand up and take notice. Be cognizant of what's happening. Mm-hmm. The fourth industrial revolution is on. It's, it's on. 
And, and it's all about how are you interacting with the space around you, given the technology that's around. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, there are people in their careers who've decided this thing is actually not coming to Africa because we're used to everything coming to us last. This is one place where the world is at equilibrium. Mm-hmm. And we have the opportunity to say, this is what's happening in my, in my environment. This is how I can bring solutions to it. Mm-hmm. And how can I start with myself? Mm-hmm. So we see a lot of people being laser fair with how their careers are, are taking shape. Yes. And that's why we started African Retools. So, you, you know, you are in, in a position of leadership. Mm-hmm. And you see a lot of people, you mentor people. Mm-hmm. I'd really love to get a comment from you on, on you know, this thing of we're taking things so casually. First and foremost, and the two of you might not get away with saying this, I will say it, and then if you ever have to repeat it, just say Caroline said. Mm -hmm. The organization is not your mother. Uh Okay. Will you stop acting like they owe you? You are not owed. Mm. In fact, um, um, and please find the quote, the universe owes you nothing. It was here first. Mm. Okay? The world owes you nothing. The organization is not your parent. I know you, you want someone to kind of coddle you and tell you, oh, you know, they should care. No, 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 no. Shareholder value. <laughs> that is a <laughs> job. Yay, my friend. Yeah. And, and what you must do, given an opportunity to be in an environment where you can earn a living, where you can write your own resume every day, own it. I, I've never understood when people think they're doing their employer a job. And, and then and, and I'm doing you a favor. And then I'm going to sulk and not come to work for two days because anyway, you talked to me badly yesterday. No one is indispensable. Mm. Let me say that again. No one is indispensable. Mm. And, and you, you've got to hit the ground running from day A and understand this, that you have an opportunity every day to write your name in lights in the sky. What the organization you work for, if you're fortunate to be employed, has done is given you a platform Mm -hmm. to hone that skill, to learn, to meet people, to do stuff, to create whatever universe you want, Mm -hmm. okay? And as such, because this is not your grandmother's world, nor is it your mother's world or your father's world, Mm -hmm. you need to take charge of where you want to go. And once again, there's this, but I need to be mentored, and there's nothing wrong with that. But you know, you can be mentored by watching other people and seeing how they do what they do. Take charge, and, and I, you know, I said this to Chris, um, I remember the first time I decided I was going to take the call to go to Harvard Business School. Now, I had to decide. So uh, Gladys Bosch-Cholet had been to Harvard a year prior, and she met me when she was the IIEC as we put together the new voters register. Mm-hmm. Eh, I kind of impressed her, she decided, she thought, and she wrote to the dean, um, um, which wrote to, Dean, to Jean Hammond at HBS and said, this is a young lady who could really use your program. So obviously, me being me, I'm a Capricorn. Uh, I get an email from Harvard and I'm like, the Nigerians are getting clever. <laughs> so I deleted it. I did. <laughs> yeah. That is so funny. Yes, yeah, so, so I was like, I'm from South B. Yes. Since when does what Harvard Business School write, write to me? Yeah. I was like, but the Nigerians are getting good. So I deleted it. And then she calls me and says, did you get a letter from Dean Hammond? And I'm like, 
Actually, I did. <laughs> Can they write again? <laughs> so I was like, tell them I didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> and they wrote. And they're so and they idle. Said, they have a lot of time to write to Caroline again. You know? Yeah. So anyway, when the and I look at it and I think, yes, this is this is great. This is this is good. And then you know, life happens. Mm. And I'd mentioned to one of my mentors, John Gumi, that I was thinking of going, and he was like, "Go, go, go, go! Tell me what you need." And then Nduku happened. So I, I lost track. Children change everything. Mm. You know, people tell you that, and 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 you're like, "Huh? Tell him." Children change everything. Martin, listen. Noted, oh, yeah. noted. So John buys me lunch, probably, you know, by the time my daughter's like 10 months old, and asks me, what happened to Harvard? I was like, well, you know, I became a mother, and, mm. and, 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 and he said, oh, for heaven's sake, shut up. Either take your child with you or leave her with your mother. For, for crying out loud, could you go to a place where you can become small so you can grow again? Mm. Because this thing, you and Nairobi, and you think you're all that. And I was like, I thought you liked me. And he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, but I'm on the top of my game. He said, yeah, but that's not the, the only game in town. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And after having a proper talking to from John Gumi, I went back and I wrote to um, HR and finance and I said, this is what I'd like to do. And there was a gra- there's a gratuity built into my contract. And I said, you know, but would, would the organization be able to sponsor me? And the way it works is, um, they, for that sort of capital layout, they would have to ask all senior managers if they're interested, because they can't send just one person. Mm. So he comes back to me in like two weeks and says, Chick, sorry, we can't, we can't sponsor you because no, there are no other takers. Oh. They'd ask, there were no other takers. And I said, okay, then I'll take my gratuity. Please pay it to Harvard Business School. I had written to the Ford Foundation as well because, you know, they do sponsor. So I, I took myself to school because I, at the time I was like, is this all there is? Mm-hmm. And I told you how scared I was of saying at that point that there's got to be more. Yeah. Because the problem is everybody else who looks at you says, that's the job, that's the pay, I want to be her. Mm-hmm. And you're saying, I'm done. And there's only two ways people know how to think about what, you, what I've just said. Mm-hmm. There's got to be more. Um, she's crazy or she's so ungrateful. Mm, yep, yep. Because she has my dream job. So what's her problem? And, and, and like I told you, I mean, those three things that pushed me. Number one. I was not going to be able to say 22 minutes past seven, good morning, this is Kiss 100, coming up is Rihanna. I could not back Anno Rihanna one more time. I don't care what song she wrote. We enjoyed you though. When no, you- no, no, I, I got that. And that's why I was careful. Because I, 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 I had to remain in gratitude for what this had given me. Mm. For 14, 13 and a half years on Kiss, three at Capital. I had to. But I was like, if I have got to back Anno, Beyonce, one more time, I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah. I love the fact that you're laughing. <laughs> so that was one. Two, there had to be more. Hmm. There's got to be more I can do with me. Mm-hmm. Me, 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 me. And, and I worked a 10 to 12 hour day, but only four of those hours were on air. Yeah. So I was a full executive but nobody knew that mm-hmm. well 
people knew, you know, anybody in advertising in corporate Kenya knew. It's just that the, if you think that nine to 10 million people woke up to listen to me every morning, they're like, oh God, what a great job. And then she goes home at 10. Who, yep. to, to do what? Mm. To do what? I don't. I stay. And then I wanted to be able to have more time with my daughter. I wanted to be able to see her in the morning when we woke up. And remember, for me to be on air at six, I'm up at four, I'm out of the house at five. Mm-hmm. I wanted to drive her to school. And it's, it's selfish. It sounds very simple. But I have never been one. I also don't need you to validate my decisions. I wanted this for me. Because even when I spoke to my mother, and she's the only person I spoke to, she asked me, this thing, is it for you or for her? I said, actually, mom, it's for me. I, I, I want to do the mother thing. Mm. I want to drop people to school. Oh, by the way, they also run away from you at some point, yeah? You know, they're, they're like, don't walk me all the way. Yeah. Yeah. Just kiss me here. Mm-hmm. Mm. Or don't kiss, kiss me at all. Anyway, let me tell you something. <laughs> no. The same way I usually tell her, I'm cold, you wear a sweater. Yeah. I feel love, I'm kissing you. Yes. Mm. Go do what you want after that. Mm. Um, so that was important to me. But I also wanted to know, who is Caroline Mutoko mm. without that microphone? Caroline Mutoko. Mutoko. Who is that? Mm. Because we also get defined, by, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I wanted to know, mm. what was my value financially and socially? Because I think you need two forms of capital in life, yeah. Yeah. social capital and financial. What was my social capital if the words kiss didn't come after my name. Mm -hmm. Had I done a good enough job connecting with people's minds and hearts that I could step away. Remember, Mm -hmm. I get four hours of airtime every morning. Four. 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 Even the president doesn't get that. Mm -hmm. I mean, we wait for him for four hours. (laughs) 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 And I've been told the president is never late. But he doesn't get that. So that's a lot. So what what did I do with that? And if I hadn't done enough to propel myself, then while I was still in the building, mm. I'd have tucked my tail and gone back and said, 22 minutes past seven, good morning, this is Kiss 100. Mm-hmm. But I needed to know. Yeah. And, but also to do that, I had to retool. Yes. Mm. And we'll talk about that just now, but you must tell me the story of Oprah and what, what, what inspired you about her story. Okay, so... Um, I, I, I get into soldiers, um, soldiers field on the day of commencement at Harvard. There's something in that place, man. I'm, I'm going back, by the way. Mm-hmm. As it is, I have not been in a learning space since 2013. Mm. And um, she was doing commencement that year. Mm. And there's something about being... You're a student, you've got your badge, but then again, you're that chick from Africa, you're polite, you stand mm. at the back of the room. Mm. And she, and you, you can definitely get this off YouTube, she talks about the fact that she had been asked several times to do commencement at Harvard, and she had always said she would not do it until she got her own right. She had to get that going. But... What for me was important is that also she's a case study. I mean, at least in my year uh, at Harvard Business School, is, you know, she had this 25-year thing going. Mm -hmm. And then she was like, it's okay. I can start again. Mm -hmm. 
And I looked and I was like, well, if she can, why can't I? Because remember, it's one thing to assume that 13 years of building an audience, and I, I, I don't know who's going to have a run. I, I, I tell young people trying to get into radio, but Maina Kageni and I have had the best run. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and they get really offended when I say this, and I'm stating the facts. It will take a lot for you to get paid what we got paid. It will take a lot for you to get the sort of audiences we got. Because, you know, we got into a space when there were 13 radio stations in the market. Today, there's 370 frequencies. Wow. Okay, so yeah. for you to count, you've got to literally lift your game 10 times. Mm-hmm. But 9 million, 10 million, 15 million people listening in the morning, that is, is, is fine. But when you start a new platform, you start with one view. One subscriber. And it's not Kiss 100. It's Imagine. It's, Caroline it's, it's, it's me. It's mm. me. It's just me. Yikes. Me and, and, and a, a shaky camera mm. and a guy called Derek Aswani. Mm. That was it. Mm. And, and it's understanding that I need to build. So I already knew what the blocks were. You've got to build the audience and build an audience that has monetary value. Because sometimes I meet people and I'm like, what is your monetization model here? that has monetary value, an audience that an advertiser or a client wants, and then you monetize it. Mm-hmm. It's like building a house. Um, and, and understanding, so I always knew it was never going to be about me. I always knew the platform was not going to be, look at me today, look at me put on my, and there's nothing wrong with that. Please, yeah. let me get, get this right, but it, this is not me. Mm-hmm. Watch me put on my eyelashes. And by the way, I have such a great trick for putting on my eyelashes. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's just for the girls who are listening to this podcast. The two right. of you have to believe I wake up like this. We believe. Uh, yes. And, and, and just, watch me do my facial cleansing routine. No. I knew what I needed was to offer value consistently to an audience who'd come there but understanding at some point, part of that value would be, have you heard of this product? Mm. Have you seen this? Have you been to this place? Um, like the other day, I, I, I called, I'll have to say this, I called Carrie and said, does anybody understand what you people are trying to do with digital services tax? And they're like, what? what? And I was like, I need to take you on. Mm. And I mean, it's a long conversation, but I was like, it's got to be unpacked and you can't unpack it unless mm-hmm. the lead digital services person yeah. is having the conversation. Mm. And this is not even a financial conversation with them. It's like, it, I owe it to the audience who comes to me mm-hmm. to unpack something that's that complex. Yeah. You know? I can't always be about take, 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 take. Mm-hmm. I've got to give, and I've got to give more than I take. Mm-hmm. So I was very clear about that. <sighs> but, but, you know, the root was, yeah. oh, I need to say this, though. Mm-hmm. Even as I built that audience, my first truly paying customer on my YouTube channel was KRA. Wow. Oh, interesting. Because iTax was introduced and I was told, file your taxes, then talk about it. I was like, huh? And how long did that take? Uh, about nine months. Wow. Yeah, about nine to ten months. And I remember, I'll never forget, well, the call came from Oglevy and they said, so iTax is how people are going to you know, do their tax returns, so you're going to file yours. Of course, that's when I found out that iTax does not understand Safari as an engine. You have to be Chrome. And, and, and I literally, and that's how I did the oh, video. Yeah. I was like, dear Lord, this thing. But, you know, it, it, and, and then I was told, and then tell your story. I was like, oh. And that's when I understood. My job is narratives. Mm. Is narratives. Mm. So, yes, I understood from Oprah. Yeah. <gasps> you start again. One, 
you start again. And, and I think that's what we wanted to really understand from the number of the people we're talking to who are like yourselves, retooled, we call them retooled Africans. Mm -hmm. And it's not automatic for many people. Really? It's, it's tough. What, what has your journey been like? So at each of those shifts, yeah. at each of those turning points, mm -hmm. what propelled you, what, what informed all those shifts? But you know, you feel it first. Mm -hmm. Okay? You feel this, um, I have a friend who calls it the, the holy unease. Mm. Um, and, and constantly you wake up at 2 a.m. Mm -hmm. And some people say, at that time you should pray. Mm -hmm. um, according to my Muslim friends, they say that the portal of heaven is open at that time. Mm -hmm. My Christian friends tell us that God is... Getting you up to pray. Yeah. No, but also wants to say something to you. Uh -huh. and, and what is it that wakes you up? You can't understand. You wake up, you take water, you reach for your phone, but every night without doubt, you wake up. But when you listen truly, your body, your mind, your spirit, whatever it is, is saying, there is... There is, and at that point, if you're honest with yourself, you're being pushed. Mm. And I remember saying this consistently, um, and especially in 2013, I remember I had Linda Nyangweso, Chip Kizi, and Adele. Adele used to come on after us, and I used to say, this is my last election on air. Number one, I, I also knew I couldn't, elections are very mentally taxing mm. when you're on because you know there's the uh, can we tell what side you're on can we uh, just uh. and then there is oh the tension oh I, I just couldn't do it I, yeah. I, I knew that but but it isn't about that it wasn't about that it was that I was I had no more to give mm -hmm. I, I couldn't reach I'd reached the bottom mm -hmm. so when you get there you have to take a moment and ask yourself, so what do I need to do? And for a lot of people, they change careers. They, um, you will hear, they quit their jobs and did something, but it didn't happen overnight. There was a soul searching. There was a moment when they sat down and they Googled something and they read something. For me, I went back to school. Yeah. And every time, I mean, because, you know, those, uh, Boston is far. Hush. And then, you know. That 13-hour flight, you know, there and back, it's, it's, there's a lot of thinking you do. And I think sometimes we, we deny ourselves the opportunity to listen to our brains because sometimes you don't like what your brain is saying. Mm. Sometimes nobody likes what your brain is saying. Your brain is saying, my dear, come on, what are we doing? Mm. And when you get there and you see it, you see it in the changes in your business, in your industry, you see it in your own life, you see it in the fact that you can't seem to get the same groove into something, then that requires... And what some of us do is we blame the circumstances, ah, yes. we blame the environment, yeah. we blame the economy, um, we blame our bosses. We, we, what, 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 what is required of us is to ask ourselves what we need to do. And I love the term, retool. Because mm. I know we used to say it as unlearn. Mm. And, and, you know, we say it so cutely. Unlearn means throw everything, everything. away. Mm. And it's the only way you can make room for the new. Mm. And then open yourself up to learning something new that actually can make you shake. Because it's scary. Mm. But you know the scary one? That's the one you got to do. The That's the one you got to do. Yeah. That's the one you got to do. 
Um, and I think sometimes we deny ourselves opportunity because we don't want to do the tough one. Mm. If Kamala Harris had never run for president, because she remember she had the exploratory yeah. cut, mm. and then just you know figured, okay, it's not going to work, she wouldn't be in the space where finally she was called forward to be VP, and here we are. Mm. I hear there's a court process, so I'll keep quiet. You know, by the way, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not that taken up by American elections. I got my own in 2022. Right. <laughs> Let that be the one that drives me crazy. Yeah. These people will sort themselves out they eventually. Will. They will. Yeah. They will. So for... You, you, you cannot deny the thing that wakes you up, that makes you start looking at certain things. And then, and I know this has happened to all of us, when you're looking for a certain kind of car, you start seeing it everywhere. everywhere over and over again. Yes. yes. The minute you open yourself up to the possibility. The possibilities. Yes. And I'm sure mm. the podcast... It's almost like it falls into place and you're able to find the microphones and find this and find that, but, but you've so got to open. If, if you don't open the door, nothing can come in as well. Mm-hmm. So your mind must open, your spirit must open, and, and then good things start to happen, but you, 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 you retool. Yeah, you have to. I mean, the reason I asked, so we did some homework and, and found out some of the stuff you did bef- as you started. I mean, a messenger at some point. Yeah, um, that was at 17. Do you know what it take a sabbatical in 2021? I was very clear. I was going, we're going to work, we're going to save, we're going to do this, a COVID. And then, <laughs> and then, January, February, March, I'm going to take a sabbatical, I'm going to go back to school, I'm going to take a mm-hmm. course, I'm going to what? But... I have been working since I was 17. Mm. I'm tired. Mm. But then luckily, I just love what I do. Yes, but yeah, I mean, we all start somewhere. And I find, and and when I speak uh, at universities, I always tell, you know, whoever's invited me, said, do you mind if I don't talk about the job today? Mm. Because where I am right now is a little too nice. Mm. I, I, I need to draw the path from you know, you finish fourth form, your mother doesn't want you to stay in the house. I grew up in South B. Her biggest concern was Makangas. Mm. Yes. Um, Rightfully so. Uh, uh, no? yeah, number 11, Makangas uh, were hot. Uh. Yes. I started working. I worked for Kirinyaga Works, which became multi-options later. And I remember I used to collect invoices, drop off statements, go and do the banking. <laughs> Check, you are a messenger. Let's go. Mm. Um, I worked for Rufo Gaetano. I was a waitress for a while there. Then I was a maitre d'. Hello. Because some of us do move a fast even when i worked for lady magazine which no longer exists but i've noticed that you know the cover continues to make rounds i mean i was a gopher i used to go to pre-press to take the color separations there was no pdf there were no cds you couldn't email the artwork back in the day Mm. but every every space i was in taught me something you're a sum total of all your experiences Mm -hmm. And, and I don't think I'd be the person I am today if I didn't have those ones, if I didn't start there. Mm-hmm. Um, and there seems to be a, a sort of, um, but why should I? Okay. No, that's all right. Mm. Go right ahead. Do you? There was, there was a major shift, though, when you, when you moved from, from banking into media. That, yes. Yeah, so so that, that, was, that was now a real, like, let's move this other direction. What, what prompted that? Was it the same feeling? You know... What I find interesting sometimes is that, okay, you live life forward, you connect the dots backwards. Mm-hmm. And I don't come from an environment, a home, or even a school system that, that tried to put us in a box. Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. And, and I've always said there's something to be said for private school. 
Public school is very regimented, and I can understand when there's 90 kids in a classroom, 40 kids in a classroom, there can be no democracy. This is like China. One billion people are told what to do, and they do it. Yeah. Okay? But, but, but what private school allows you is a certain amount of, of, of latitude. It allows you to flex your, your brain muscles a little. And if your parents, and I always say, you know, you can have all the empowerment seminars you want to have. Mm. All your empowerment starts at home. That's true. All your empowerment starts at home. And if, if at home you're given, you know, enough room to kind of move into a certain space, think a certain way, ask the question why, um, but also say what if, because that's the other one, then you'll be fine. So for me, you know, the shift was not at uh, It was like, nah, I heard the radio station. I called. They called back. What are you doing tomorrow? Nothing. Come in. Okay. They gave me three scripts. I read them. What are you doing tomorrow? Nothing. I went in, yeah. you know, but, but it's, it's, it's almost moving into a place where you, 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 the universe, God, whoever you call him, is kind of shoving you into a space. Mm -hmm. And when you look and you're like, right, right, you're, you're right where you should be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that does not mean the two years as a banker were wasted. Yeah. I mean, because uh, let's, let's put it this way, the structure, because that's the mundane that I couldn't stand and the, and the routine of it. Mm -hmm. That has a place in life. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to honor that. But for me, um, well, people would act like, who does that? And I'm like, where did you go to school? Because <laughs> my people do that. And, mm -hmm. and, and, and when I say my people, um, I look at the spectrum of, of, of women who you know, subscribe to that space. And I call them just Loretto girls. Whether we are Julie Gashuru, whether we are Jokindung, or whether we are Wangare Mathai, my tribe pushes boundaries and we do different. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't feel weird because, you know, I, I'm, I'm always looking at people like, I'm, I'm, I'm strange? You sitting here treading water and I'm strange? Mm. No, I'm not. Yeah. Because my people... Mm. <laughs> are like this. Yeah. And, and once I remember having to be at the fundraiser for the Loretta Musangari girls um, after the, the, the really tragic um, bus yes, accident. Yeah. And you know, you're in that room and you're like, but my people. Because mm. you're in the room and you see all of them and you're like, there's Deborah Malloy and there's, there's uh, this, is how, this, is, this is how we are. That's how we do things. This is how we do. Mm. This we is how no we do. Yes, yeah. we, 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 we do different, we... We challenge the space. We go forward, slash through the jungle so the people coming after us don't have to come through with a slasher. Mm -hmm. I've always said, you know, all the women who went before me, the Wangari Mathais, the Dr. Maria Nzomos, the Zipora Kitons, those mm -hmm. women went through the jungle so that we don't have to do it. And yeah. it, it is important for me to make the path for the next girl a lot easier mm -hmm. and the next and the next. Absolutely. Yeah. Actually, speaking about that and mm -hmm. going forward and going forward, uh, first in mm -hmm. these in these areas, mm -hmm. there's been a lot of disruption yes. in the media industry, oh. and and you've been there thirteen mm -hmm. and something years. Mm -hmm. what, what what did you see as far as the disruption is, and then have have do you think you've been able to prepare those coming behind you for what's about to happen? <laughs> uh, but I'll answer your question backwards first. Okay. If you look at just how many YouTube channels there are, man, did I start something. Because remember, the people who owned YouTube channels were musicians. Yes. And, and I've, 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 I've met people, you know, like in the last couple of years who have come up to me and say, okay, let's be honest, Chika, you know, when you came off radio to do this, all of us were like, what's wrong with her? And I was like, yes, I knew. She said, you knew? I said, yeah. But, but 
I knew it was coming. Mm. I was in school in the US. I knew that this, the phone, for some people was not only their first screen, it was their only screen. The only screen. Now, if this is where everybody is, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Why am I not in that space? So, you know, when I, when I look at, at, at and, and people always ask me, how come you're the person who says, these are the YouTubers you're watching? Because people don't feel like, you know, shining a spotlight. I'm like, because all these people exist because my crazy self went, and they're all like, what's she doing? Mm-hmm. Can we watch her for a bit? Oh, we can do that. Mm-hmm. So the ones who get it, get it. You know, I think what is lacking is understanding that your content must also appeal broadly enough for you to monetize that thing. Mm. Yes, unless you're just having fun, which is mm. also fine. Um, but but, but you, you could see certain things happening consistently where your first source of news tended to be an SMS. And then all of a sudden it was WhatsApp and, and then it's on WhatsApp and then we look at it and then we go and Google it. Mm. Yeah. And then we listen to the radio. And, and you could tell that, you know, there was a time people would be stuck in traffic going home to watch the news at seven. The news at seven is deja vu. Mm. It's a clarification of the pictures of what we already knew at 2 p.m. Yeah. at nine in the morning. And, and I think for me, the true turning point was the JKIA fire. Mm-hmm. I've told the story before. Um, so it happens, and remember the TV, the TV crews, by and large, took almost four hours, because this fire broke out at about 5.15, 5.30 in the morning. It took the TV crews until about 10 in the morning to bring the first images on, and because it was also stuck in traffic going yes, too. Mm-hmm. But if, even if you Google JKI fire today, you will see that the first pictures you see online are b- very grainy, because yes, they were talk- taken by picture yeah. by people sitting on the runway. Okay. And so we had a fire that broke out at five in the morning that television was able to talk about with pictures were about 10, 10, 30, 11, who got there at about 11, 11, 30, angry, shocked. At 12 o'clock that day, an OLX ad out of India said, airport for sale slightly burnt. <laughs> the, the, the world had moved on. Yeah. So, so here's the thing, fire breaks out, radio's got it, but the images and, and they're being shared on WhatsApp mm. are out of people's phones. Yeah. By 4 p.m., television is still doing deja vu because we know the airport burnt, the fire's out now. Yeah, what are we of doing? Course, of course. And the papers the next morning reported history. Mm-hmm. The shift happened that day. Where for the first time, without a doubt, a major event in Kenya was here. Covered on the phone. And, and, and I, I don't know why we missed the memo as, as men, mainstream media. I think there's a little bit of you know, pride and arrogance in, 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 in constantly believing that you cannot be replaced. But how sad is that? Mm-hmm. You know, because you have. Yeah. And now we live in a world where we don't go in search of news that comes to us yeah. where we are, mm-hmm. no matter where we are. Um, yeah. It'll be remiss of us not to take advantage of you being here to find out. So today, all of these radio hosts, mm-hmm. these really popular guys out there, mm-hmm. what do they need to do to ready themselves for an imminent future that's going to disrupt them? What else do they need to do? I think... COVID itself, COVID is is such a great teacher. We all talked about a digital world, but we became truly digital because of COVID. Mm -hmm. There are certain things that could never have happened 
if COVID didn't happen and all of a sudden we were locked in. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 you know, if you, if you had never even downloaded CamScan, <laughs> now you did. Now you did. I mean, I'm not saying how basic that is. Mm. If if you were like, who's global? Oh, mm. now you know. <laughs> now now you know. know. I mean, people like me who had never used Uber connectors like they have an Uber Connect. I use Glovo everything. Mm. <laughs> mm. And 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 the truth is, today, whether you're on television or radio, but let me start with radio, is that you're going to have to raise your bar tenfold to tell me what what. Is hap- what, what, what it means. You can no longer tell me that Anderson Cooper tested positive. I know. Now, what uh-huh. does that mean? Uh-huh. You, you know, I, I know that. You, you, what are you telling me? Mm-hmm. You know, um, Richard Quest, you know, has, 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 has had COVID. Yes. Now, what are the lessons? What do you and I need to understand? Mm-hmm. Today, um, Julian Kula um, put up an amazing post about his... Um, his experience with COVID, mm-hmm. you can't just talk about it. You've got to be able to take, because he wrote long, t- take a paragraph and, and take me into it. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the things I asked um, Julian ages ago, and, and, and he was part of a panel that I, I moderated, I asked him, in a world of COVID where, you know, I have an essential services badge as a media person, and so do supermarkets and banks, why weren't churches considered essential services? Mm-hmm. You, you've got to get beyond the, the, the surface. And I think this is the problem right now with our space today in media that sometimes the, 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 the better job at explaining and expanding what I need to understand about the world around me has been left to everybody else who has a platform because everybody who owns a media platform of any social media, you are a media owner. Mm. Yeah. That job is being done better than people who have the instruments of so-called mass communication. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying you can't have your jokes every day about Otila Brown or whoever it is you're talking about. You can't have fun. Yeah. But at some point, be significant. Mm-hmm. Be significant in my life that I cannot go a day without engaging with you. Because today, if your audience is 18 to 24, young urban male, and that young urban male was asked, I could take away your access to Facebook, or I could take away your access to radio, what would they choose? Take away there, radio. There's your answer. Finished. Yeah. And that's all I need you to understand. And then ask yourself, how can I become significant enough in your life, even if you listen to me for 30 minutes every day, that the very idea that you were not there is a problem for me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's missing. We've taken audiences for granted. And I used to say this, but you know, people used to think, oh my God, that's a cute thing. Having an audience is a privilege. Mm. Whether that audience is 50 people, 50,000 yeah. people, 10,000 people, 100,000 people, having an audience is a privilege. Mm-hmm. The problem with celebrity culture, oh dear Lord, I don't even know what we're celebra- celebrating in Kenya, <laughs> is that you seem to think is. How wonderful for you that I am here. Mm. Shut up. Like, seriously, get over yourself. You, you're, you're not that important. And I think for me, because I was taught, and I say, you know, love him or hate him, watch Mina. Mm. Mina and I came from the same school where Phil Matthews told us, this is your job. This is not about you. 
when you get up in the morning, you open your audience's world to the world. Mm -hmm. You're here to serve. This is not your own little fest of... And so yesterday, when I was having a drink with my friends at Oshid, you know, sometimes I'll poke my eye out if you talk about your damn life one more time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gafla can do that for me. They'll find out your stories and they'll tell me yeah. Yeah. if they're that interesting. Yeah. Yes. And this is the other thing. Stop thinking you're so interesting. You're not. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, audiences are interested in themselves. And this is why you must serve. Every time you have the opportunity to be in a room of people, serve. Mm. Leave people with something. Don't take, no. don't take the adoration. And yes, you know, you can't help the fact that people are like, oh my God, it's you. Mm. It's mm. nice. But leave something. Mm. Give. It's extremely profound, Martin. Give. It is, it is. So I guess another question that we had, because mm-hmm. um, you talked about you and Mina and the fact that it's taken time for you to get where you are. True. So on the other hand, today with the speed of change, mm-hmm. you have a crop of younger people taking on leadership opportunities very quickly. Good. Um, very highly skilled individuals mm-hmm. and, and getting opportunities that are considered very rare mm-hmm. and therefore they get paid very well very quickly. Yes. So what's your view about tenure versus actual skill you know, how, how do you look at it as an employer? Oh, oh might, I add, might I add, Karen, sorry to cut you short. Mm-hmm. You've given people who've literally come out of the streets, who've mm-hmm. not really been as, exp- we've not really known them that long. Mm-hmm. You've given them an opportunity mm-hmm. to rise up and be something on, on, on radio. Um, so what's the balance? I hire attitude. You hire attitude. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because, um, and remember, and I say this all the time and I still get those emails. Okay. But by the way, can I just use this podcast to say, do not write to me and tell me my friends say I have a voice for radio. No, you don't. Oh, I had to get that out. You're welcome. Feel free. Uh, my mom says I can sing. She's your mom. <laughs> for heaven's sake, what do you want her to say? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Presenters are a dime a dozen. They're being churned out of media institutions yearly. Mm-hmm. I don't hire presenters. Mm-hmm. I hire personality. Mm-hmm. You've got to have a personality. I mean, I used to be told things like, oh, you know, Jalango doesn't even speak proper English. I'm like, you're listening. Oh, Chip Kizzy learned all his English just listening to me and Linda Nyangwe. So we both talk very fast. So he had to listen fast too. Mm. But that's, I, I mean, he used to say, he used to talk, he used to say, but I don't speak English. Like, who told you you've got to? Mm. You were not hired to speak English on this show. Mm. Linda and I do just that, just great. Mm. You bring something else. Mm. And, and, and for me, it is a hunger to want more, be more. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think about it, and I, somebody told me, you know, DNG talked about you, and DNG, DNG was still at USIU. And the one thing, I don't know whether he mentioned this on the interview he had, is that I told him, if you don't graduate, I'll fire you. HR told me you can't say that to him. I said, no, he's got to graduate. Because I also know what can happen. You're in college, you're, you've got a great job, you're famous, you've got all this going for you, who needs a degree? Mm. I told him, if you don't graduate in the time you're supposed to, I'll fire you. Mm-hmm. The other person who owes me a graduation ceremony is Rama Nyang. Rama? <laughs> Um, and, and Jalango, you know, graduated the other day and I couldn't be at his graduation ceremony, but you know, 
in passing, I just told him, I need you to just be a little more, shoot for that. Mm. I'm not saying it makes a difference, but it, it also changes, it's like a dance card. Mm. It changes the rooms you're invited into. Yeah. But, but whether that was, uh, oh God, every time I think about Churchill, and obviously I, you know, I never call him that, I still call him by his name, Daniel. But every time I think about him, and the first time he came to us, and, 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 and I looked at him and I realized, you can only possibly keep going forward. Mm. Obviously, people look at you like, he doesn't talk. Oh, he used to be, well, he's still dark, but he used to be dark and skinny. Mm. And then didn't talk. He's the most boring person to meet in person. Mm. He's great in character, but person, person? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, had a hard, I have a hard time having lunch with him. I was like, oh, dude. <laughs> but but he, he, his need to be more was so raw, I couldn't go wrong with hiring him. I couldn't go yeah. wrong with hiring Jalangwa. I could not go wrong with hiring Chipkizi. And thank you guys, because, I mean, I was looked at cross-eyed a lot of times by other managers, like, who are these? Mm-hmm. It's Shafi. Shafi, Shafi was an intern who refused to leave. Has he ever told his story? No, I He just wouldn't go. He used to be our parliament reporter. He used to wear a tie. Right. But he wouldn't leave. And I remember he wanted this show and that show. And I remember when we needed to put, you know, a team quickly onto um, the, the, the Kiss 100 Drive show because our team was poached. You know, it is, and I used to think, why do you slouch? Because he slouches. He's tall and then he doesn't handle his height well. You ha- handle yours beautifully. Thank you. But he, you know, he doesn't have the most amazing English sentence construction. Do you understand what he's saying? Yes, so shut up and get on with it. Because you can't ignore Shafi. When I look at all my hires, even Adele, Adele is the only person I told when I interviewed her that I'm looking for a replacement for myself. And she didn't go, <laughs> she said, okay, good. Why, why are you here if you don't want to replace me? I mean, for heaven's sake, I do want to leave this job. You know what I mean? Linda was the same. Linda Nyangweso is, she's pure talent and then she's really witty maybe a little too witty for some people, you know, it can go right over their heads. But, but she was going to die before she, did, before she could not make it, mm-hmm. okay? And, and create a profile and person, and she's a personality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's a personality. Yeah. She's not a presenter. Right. She has a persona that is all hers, okay? So I hear the whole thing of uh, my friends say, I have a radio voice. Okay, then please voice our radio commercials because that's all you can do. do. Because if you don't bring you, and that's the other thing, you got to bring you to the job, Mm. to the job, then we don't need you. We can hire a a Shafi wannabe, a Mina wannabe, a Caroline wannabe. We can find those anywhere. Where's you? And anyway, I checked. My mother only had one of me. This position is taken. Yeah. Go make your own. Yeah. No, seriously. Go make your own. But it's so important that you understand, without a doubt, that only your internal machine can get you to where you really want to go. And, and one of the things I love, still love about Jalango is that I don't think he has an off day. That's true. I don't think he does. And I mean, COVID has kind of slowed him down because sometimes I used to look at him and like, did you just MC two events in one day in two different parts of Kenya? So he literally got off stage, got on a plane, went to Kisumu, did something, came back, you're on air. But he knew that I talked that way about um, Churchill. Mm. Churchill will be in the UK 
doing some diaspora event for Jamhuri, land at 5 a.m. and still be at work. And, and that machinery, yours, it's yours, it's inbuilt. Yeah. Michael Jordan has, um, yes, Michael Jordan has an amazing book called Driven From Within. And you've got, uh, I'm sorry, the drive is internal. Right. You've got to be driven from within. So I hear that, you know, you can have a, an amazing rise, and there's nothing wrong with that, but you also have to get your own governor, mm. you know, because you can burn. Yeah. Yeah? You can burn. You can burn your engine. You can burn your clutch. Mm-hmm. And, and all you've got to do is temper yourself. And you, you teach yourself. I mean, uh, and, and sometimes you crash. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay, I think airbags are necessary. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so you get some. So there's value in some, some form of time. Uh, give yourself time. Yeah. Yourself. Mm. Now, I might give myself two years. You'll give yourself three months. But give yourself time. Mm. Because also, if you decide I'm going to be around and amazing for the foreseeable future, then you temper it mm. because you don't want it all now. I mean, I think Stephen Wright used to say, you can't have everything. Where will you put it? Mm. <laughs> but you can it's have... Practical e- questions. Yes, where will you put it? Mm. But you can have everything you need at the time you need it, without a doubt. All you've got to do is go get it. On your terms, by your rules, in your design. I think sometimes you also get it wrong by trying to do it like Chris. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with learning from Chris's art, but you're not Chris. Yeah. You know? There's nothing wrong with that. And I think there's... I, I remember speaking at um, ISEC a couple of years ago at the University of Nairobi, and, you know, it's usually a third or fourth-year student who says, oh, but you know, Caroline, in a world where Mark Zuckerberg dropped out of college, I'm like, <laughs> slow yourself down. Uh, he didn't drop out of college, he dropped out of Harvard, and you don't go to Harvard, you're called. Yeah. So uh, check yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he's one in how many? Yeah. You finish your degree. Yeah. Yeah. Calm down. Yeah. Yeah. You once said something very interesting. Mm-hmm. You were giving a talk and you said, if you don't make the time, you run out of time. Very this profound, is true. profound um, talk you, you were giving. You do. And, and I, I, I couldn't help but, but compare that even to the workplace and the stuff we're talking about. Yes. That if you don't actually... If you look at your situation and you think, I, I got time, you'll get, you'll get kicked out of you this. You know what I like to tell you. everybody who's almost 30? Yeah. You are one graduation cycle away from being replaced. Mm. And your replacement is 22 years old and will take half your pay. Mm. If you don't make time to grow yourself, to retool, mm-hmm. to re-engineer, to grow... Um, to go to whatever gym you have to go to for where you're going, you know, because there's a gym for everything, so mm-hmm. for your brain, for your mental state, for your muscles. But if you do not, you're always one graduation cycle away, away from being replaced. Wow. I, 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 I had to have a serious talking to um, with one of our presenters, and I said, what's the name of this really cute little character on TikTok? What's her name? I'm, I'm so sorry, I'm saying this. Asiad? Is that oh, her yes. name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like 20 years old, isn't she? I could hire her for 120,000 bob and she will be over the moon. Now, she's hungry, she's got energy, she's 20. Mm-hmm. She's got energy, did I say that again? That girl should never be allowed to have Mars bars, Coca-Cola, or Red Bull. <laughs> she shouldn't, okay? I-, I need her to 
to stretch herself a little. Mm. I think there's a place for her at Radio Africa, without a doubt. Aziad, I hope you, you got that. Without a doubt. Oh, she reached out to me ages ago. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for her to dance a bit more. Right. She, 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 because I don't want her jumping all over my office as well. Yes. I mean, I was like, sit down. Yeah. But if today you have a job on radio and you've been at that job for five years and you're not growing, I need to understand as a 20-year-old who will take your job for half your pay. And then she'll take your audience, take your money, take your future, take your Mercedes too. Wow. You, you've got to understand you are one graduation cycle away from being irrelevant. So every four years mm-hmm. or every year, grow a little. Mm. Grow. What are you doing? Grow. And then you wake up and you say, and then these ones are coming here and who do they think they are? They're newcomers and they're not known that well because I know somebody said that about Asia and I was like, calm yourself down. She's coming. She's coming. She, and No, no, no. And she's the only one we know. Mm. There's a tribe of her hanging oh, yeah. around. Oh, yeah. They are hungry and if you stand in their way, they'll eat you and then they'll keep going. And, and I look at people who don't constantly want to do more because they have arrived, which I think is something you Never ask arrive. Me. Never arrive. Because mm-hmm. when you do, Azyad will eat your lunch. Mm-hmm. And she's got a metabolism of a rat. She'll be ready to eat again in three hours. What you gonna do? Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like this should have been the fast podcast. I feel like yeah. <laughs> because it's, because speaks, this, this speaks to everything we want to It speaks to everything that we want to communicate. Yeah. Thank you, Caroline. I've enjoyed this. You know, I've said no to podcasts. Oh, well, this is the first we, one. We so when they ask you, yeah. just tell them you paid me. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I don't do this. Yeah. Yes, I don't know how to because I'm always mm-hmm. on the side where I ask the questions. Right, right, yeah. right, right. But I've enjoyed how this. How did we do? Asking good. questions. <laughs> you didn't ask me dumb questions. Right, right. No, no. So can I just say this? Yeah. I mean, podcasts will be a dime a dozen. Can we also, once again, ensure that we're doing it for the audience and not for ourselves? Exactly, yeah. You know, don't ask me how many shoes I own. Mm. I mean, I, 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 I earn a, a lot, so I can afford a lot. So mm. it's a dumb question. Yeah. Don't, don't yeah. ask me about my... Can we talk about your skin? Oh my God, your skin. I'll lose my mind. Right. <laughs> so how do you balance a motherhood and work? If you don't ask a male executive that question, don't, don't you ever ask me that. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, because he's, a, he's also a father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I loved about this, is that this was about a conversation that other people can learn something from. Yeah. If I'm in a space where I can give, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Where we're going to do, let's have a moment with Caroline and talk <laughs> about whether, you know, is that her hair or not? <laughs> yes. I have the receipt. Uh, then I just I can't I clump up I, I just I can't yeah. I yeah, can't yeah, yeah. No, but yeah. that's, that's something we've really heard a lot that the more people who give yes. the further they go and that's, that's brilliant that you brought that out um, give yeah just give and so this platform is, is for that and, and it's we're a glad good that one you know, we've seen that yeah, if you're invited so. come these guys are great thank you so much thank you so much yeah it's been a pleasure. Thank you. We're truly, truly honored to have had you and have had a good conversation with you. Thank you for the coffee. We do share You're your welcome. story and we hope it really helps someone out there. Yeah. 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 So, yep. I, you know, I, the biggest takeaway for me is in this retooling journey, when you think you're there, go to somewhere where you're small. So, so you can, can grow again. again. Yeah, so you can, yes. you can grow again. Yeah. Mm. So that's fantastic. Mine was... Um, what follows I am comes looking for you my goodness fantastic fantastic I don't think we can end it on any better note yeah. and it will yeah Yeah. yeah. thank you so much Carol. Thank, thank you thank you so much thank you for listening in 
go ahead now and subscribe to African Retooled on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or your favorite podcast directory. We're excited to hear from you. Send your comments and questions to africanretooled at gmail.com or reach us on Twitter and Instagram on African Retooled. Until then, keep learning, keep growing, keep retooling.